Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dice Collectors podcast. I am MB. I am the DM, although today we're doing something different. Oh, and I use uh, she, her pronouns. Today we're doing something a little different, uh, a little bit of backstory exploration. And so you'll see what lies in store for slight, some new characters, some familiar, well, one familiar character. <laughs> And uh, you can find uh, me on Twitter at Mari Does Things. And you can find the Dice Collectors at Dice Collectors. And we'll get through this introduction and jump right into it. Hello, hello. I am Tofi. I use they, them pronouns. I play the wonderful character, Braun, who uses they, he pronouns. And is that all I had to do? Hold on. Oh, we're doing... <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Twitch and Twitter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Tofilium, T-O-F-I-L-I-U-M. And right now we're killing a lot of people in the Shrekasi cult from Cult of the Lamb. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Haley Clinton, and I use she, her pronouns, and on Twitter, it's Haley Clinton, the number four. Today, I will be playing Trit, who is a satyr ranger. Uh, you wouldn't know that because they're level one, so it doesn't really mean anything to be a level one ranger, uh, but this should be interesting, and Trit uses they, them pronouns. Hi there, I'm Jess. I use she, her pronouns. Uh, today I'm going to be playing Elloway, an Air Janassi bard. And you can find me on Twitter at a Jess of all trades. It's Jess with only one yes, and Elloway uses he, him pronouns. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, Ruck here. Uh, totally know what I'm playing Sorcerer. And I was this, this character's been built for a while. I've had this in mind for a while. And uh, yeah, I didn't just make this two minutes ago. Excited to be here. I love it. All right. The Tri Seas is a large region with three continents and vast oceans leading out to who knows what else that lies beyond. Today, however, our story centers in Andragor, bringing us north past the playwrights, music, and theater troops of Valoria, over a river running swiftly west and away from civilization, and through the huge looming trees of the Dirkwood up the well-worn path trudged into the forest floor by myriads of merchants, explorers, and other travelers. As the path widens, we find ourselves in an open field, the dirt track running along the tree line to circle a clearing. While normally this field is sparsely dotted with a few tents here and there, it's nearly market day in Kinyet, which means dozens of bazaar stalls and awnings are being set up, and the field is crowded with carts and creatures of the newly arrived merchants, trying to make do with the space they can find in this flea market field, while ensuring there is space enough for buyers to find their way to them. It's strange, this hustle and bustle in the middle of the wood, except, of course, that this happens every other week. The locals are rather insular, but market day is an opportunity to welcome strangers, share stories and news, and of course, do business. Some of those locals are emerging from the tree line to the north of the field, but they don't follow any one path. Instead, they descend from the trees themselves on pulley elevators, rope and wood ladders, or in the case of some impatient youths, scraping their palms in the tree bark as they scurry down the trunks themselves. This is the real Kinyet, the wooden walkways and platforms and structures built into the canopy of the Dirkwood. Everything from houses to shops to temples are up here in the tree line, including one low-roofed building with swinging saloon doors painted with the black silhouette of a lion. That is where our story begins, the Black Lion Brewery. 
A shout echoes out from the pub doors, and inside, a stooped dwarf with a completely bald head but pure silver beard tucked into his belt kind of tucks his hand in close to his chest as a, a keg nearly as tall as him slips out of his arms and narrowly misses his foot. He glares at the offending chair he struck while carrying his burden and calls out, Bron Balmer, where are you? I can't move all these kegs down by myself. Come and paw. Um, <laughs> I would like to think that Braun was in the back helping, uh, helping his mom, you know, get the carrot cakes out of the oven. Um, here's his dad call and it's like, like reaches up, kisses his mom on the cheek. I'll go, I'll be right back. Okay. Let me go help him. You know, sometimes he runs into chairs and then screams, be right back. I'll be right back. And then scurries off out to his father. She catches you as you go out and she says, I think he left his glasses on the bar. So make sure he has those. I will. I will. I know he's got very bad vision. He can barely see in front of his face. And she shoes you off out of the kitchen. uh, And as she's donning oven mitts to pull out one of the freshly baked carrot cakes that will also be carried down to market. Uh, You go out into the bar area and you see that there are a couple kegs already by the door, but there's still a few more to be carried over. Uh, And your father is still (laughs) kind of like shaking his hand and glaring at not just the chair, but also the keg that he's dropped. You good, Paul? And Ron's going to look around to see if he's got his glasses on his face. And if not, he'll grab them and go give them to him. They're not on his face. They're on the bar, like your mother thought. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to swipe those and bring them and be like, Ma said you probably needed this pop. And then just like sheepishly hand it up to him. He like begrudgingly like swipes them and like tucks them into his shirt, like not wearing them. (laughs) Stubborn. Yeah, I probably left them somewhere or other. But you know, as long as they're tucked in close, I won't lose them again. You know that's definitely not the case. He'll lose them again. Yeah. <laughs> well, the chest plate is the best place to store any items, I think, actually. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you need help with? <laughs> he asks you to, to help carry some of the kegs over, but that's an easy enough task. And then as you all are kind of finishing uh, moving those kegs over to the door, it's quite a trip to the elevators that will bring you down from the tree line to market. And so your your father looks and says, go go to the elevators and fetch one of the dollies that we can carry over our, our, our load. And you know that there's usually like a, a stack of dollies and carts that are used uh, for the merchants to bring their stuff to and from the elevators that you can go and fetch. All right. Yeah. I'll be like, all right, give me a couple minutes. Do not move any of these. So you do not drop them again, but I'll be right back. I'll be right back. And I'll go grab them or one. Excellent. Uh, yeah. You head over to uh, one, the closest elevator and uh, there's a bit of a crowd over there. I would like the rest of our cast to introduce themselves and whoever wants to go first can, but you all are gathered around the elevator as something is clogging up the pulleys and not letting the cargo descend from the tree line. I can go first. So Trit, like I mentioned, is a satyr. They have glorious uh, horns that kind of wrap around their ears and have a very short like pixie style haircut that's like bright red they're wearing like a corseted style top like a almost like grassy skirt uh showing off their their beautiful uh satyr legs they are here uh because they are just kind of traveling around and wanted to visit all the places and have heard stories about this 
you know, city within the trees. So they're, they probably heard wind of some, you know, good liquor that might be uh, with the merchants, maybe a merchant nearby. So they're trying to get some more information on where uh, they can find the good stuff. Yeah. And Trit, I'm going to say that you're actually stuck halfway up on this elevator. <laughs> you uh, were about to ascend to try and visit the Black Lion Brewery, but the elevator got stuck halfway up. Eloy, do you want to go next? Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, Eloy is probably whistling like as he's waiting for something to move uh he's here for the market he's here to hopefully make a few coin playing a few tunes in the crowd he's on maybe like average height maybe a touch short uh air genasi looks like human heritage uh long white hair that's loose and flowing in a wind that is definitely not blowing kind of like pale bluish skin dressed in all black like tries to keep muted colors, uh, but loot slung over his shoulder. Seems fairly relaxed. Excellent. And finally, Kor, would you introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, my guys, he's named Kor. He's a hill dwarf. Um, he's also here for the market to make a little bit of a living uh, with the berries and stuff he's collected around just just to sell to the, the residents who aren't necessarily allowed in the tree forest area and he's really obsessed with wind <laughs> he likes he likes mes- messing around with wind i love it yeah so you all uh i'll say eloy and core you were uh on your way back down and the elevator isn't ascending uh and Trent, you're stuck up there and Bron, as you approach you just see this kind of crowd of some townsfolk but mostly visitors uh who were at the you know, basically the docks of the town, uh, unloading their goods and and getting other goods to come down from uh, the town itself. Oh, okay. And Bron's just gonna like poke around, and be like, "I, hey, what's that? What's happening over here? Hold on. What are y'all? Are y'all good? Are y'all good? Is there anything I can help with? Help! Get me off this thing. <laughs> it's that. Was the elevator speaking? Hold on. Is this sentient? Bron doesn't <laughs> realize that there's people inside. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not an elevator. Can you just help us get up? Uh, yeah. Uh, and Bron will look around to see if like, uh, like, I don't know, like he probably hasn't helped fix it before because he's not like super handy. Um, but he'll like try to look around and see if there's anyone who is calling for help or who knows how to fix the thing. Because I'm sure it's broken before, <laughs> gotten stuck before. So he'd know who to go to. So they're just kind of scanning the area. <laughs> Go ahead and make a perception or investigation check. We'll do perception. We'll do perception. It's an 11, 11. Okay. You would know that there are a few people around town, um, particularly uh, Theodora uh, Sherlana, who is uh, a human who lives uh, in Kenyette, who works with her husband at the woodworker shop, who was really good with mechanical levers and pulleys and stuff like that. And she's usually the one that people call when the elevators get stuck, but she's nowhere to be seen. You know that they're probably setting up their own market stalls. Mm. So this might be up to whoever's around at this point. 
That's <laughs> not a good sign. I'll call back down to the people in the elevator. Um, so our so our handy person um is probably not here right now. Um, I know that that doesn't sound very good for this current situation. Um, and then they're just gonna like scream to the crowd. Does anyone here have experience with pulleys and levers? <laughs> I think like. Eloise looking over like whoever else is crowded around, clearly looking for the responsible adult who's going to help with this because it's not him. <laughs> you see a hill dwarf. Uh, actually, you, uh, Bronze also a hill dwarf, right? Or are you a mountain dwarf? I don't remember. Mountain, excuse I'm you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, you see two dwarves no. <laughs> uh, around you. And then there's a couple like young kids who are kind of like giggling and laughing and uh, pointing at the uh, elevator that's stuck halfway up the tree oh um oh uh i can maybe assist yeah okay i mean better than everyone else here probably you look like you're decent with your hands question mark i don't know and then they're just gonna see the loot on your back and be like yeah if you could play an instrument i think you can fix pulleys say that to my negative one strength modifier <laughs> Go ahead and make uh, an investigation check to see sure. if you can find out what's wrong with this elevator. I can try that. That's something I can do with this character. Oh, that is a 22. <laughs> Rolled a 19. So yeah, it you've never really encountered an elevator like this before, but it doesn't seem too complicated and as you go over to inspect the mechanism that actually kind of like winches it up it looks like there's a long iron like pole kind of stuck inside the winch to prevent it from going up or down and the way that it's set up you can see that there is there's probably one on the elevator itself as well that so that people on the elevator can pull themselves up but they're connected so one getting stuck would affect the other Seems like a simple fix. This is your problem right here. It like motions vaguely. At the, <laughs> I know the elevator's the problem. That doesn't help me that much. No offense. You're wonderful. But... Um. So is it something like this? Just like pulling the lever will fix it? Or yeah, I mean, it seems like if you pull out that bar, that's okay. kind of stopping it from going around. Seems easy enough. Uh, I can do it from afar if we really need to. In case this elevator crashes. Are are you expecting the elevator to explode? Fascinating. Well, I mean, okay, go ahead. Well, now I'm afraid to pull the bar. Ron takes a step back. No, I'm sure you're good. Now I'm afraid it's going to explode. You got this. Uh, I think Eloy, like, very reluctantly <laughs> grabs hold of the bar and pulls it out. Okay, yeah, no check needed. It was just kind of wedged in there. So you can... Uh, pull it out and as you do the winch starts unwinding and the weight of the elevator begins to pull it down trip make me a dexterity saving throw and LOA since you're next to the winch you can also if you would like to try to attempt to stop the winch from unraveling you can also make me a deck save that okay. is a non-nat 20 on that deck save damn okay that deck saves a seven <laughs> 
Okay. So you do, I mean, you managed to kind of grab it, but it's already started to like descend rapidly. Trit, you brace yourself in the corner of this elevator and you are steady on your feet um, as you suddenly lurch to a stop as LOA manages to get hold of it. Um, and then you look out the it's not a completely enclosed elevator. There are like gaps and like windows so that you can see you're not that far off the ground anymore. <laughs> um, so thankfully LOA was able to stop you from crashing down, but sorry, uh, <laughs> the elevator is fixed. I could have just jumped for it. <laughs> can I find it? How close is the nearest elevator? Can I get on a different elevator? Yeah, definitely. There's, there's a couple different, uh, different ones. Um, so you can go a, a couple, you know, trees away. <laughs> yeah. They're, it's going to go up another, a different elevator. All right. What are the, uh, as you make your way back up, what are the rest of you doing? I'm going to graciously thank these two be like, oh, thank you so much. Um, you just saved, you know, the elevator, the sentient elevator. That was wonderful. Thank you. I'm sure they're very excited about that. And whoever was inside of it, I guess. I have to go get a dolly thing. But like, as thanks, can I be all like alcohol? That sounds so weird. We own a brewery. I'm a brewer and we got carrot cake cupcakes. If you want something payment for helping. Yeah. That sounds delightful. Yeah, I could have a cupcake. Oh, they're the best ones. Listen. These carrot cake cupcakes is what got my mom and pop married. Literally just carrot cake cupcakes. Nothing else was needed. Oh. So. All right. So you head back. You gather the, <laughs> these strangers that you've now helped uh, and who have helped each other uh, and uh, head back towards the Black Lion Brewery. Um, as you do, Bron, you see a familiar figure. Uh, it takes you a moment to recognize them because they're cu- they're kind of blocked by the load that they're carrying. They have like a, a crate stuffed full uh, and overflowing with what look like sculptures, wooden, some made out of like kind of rocks and crystals, um, but mostly wood. And you see uh, Carrot, uh, your best friend. Carrot, <laughs> <gasps> how are you, my dear friend? And Bron just starts, you know, that like little, little tippy taps that we do whenever we get excited to see someone. Bron just starts doing the tippy taps with their toes. I'm sorry, Bron had friends before us. <laughs> you know what? That's really judgmental. Hold on. <laughs> the, the expression you just had in response to that was fantastic. Bron was very sociable. As you call out, you notice at the last second that Kara is about to step into what looks like a puddle. Um, But as he does, he starts slipping and sliding. It's not just like water. It's like an oil slick. And they spill their entire crate full of statues and sculptures and lands pretty hard on their elbow. They look up and say, Ron, you scared me. I'm so sorry that I just caused all of this destruction. <laughs> uh, it, it wasn't your fault, uh, but did you see what I stepped in? Uh, it was slimy and slippery, oil slick thingy. It was, it, it, didn't, it didn't seem very fun, you know. They kind of gestured to their elbow. Mm, yeah, this, this, I'm not going to be able to carry the rest of these, but um, they sort of start like writing the crate. Um, that they were carrying and start like one by one picking up some of the sculptures. Do you think you could uh, help uh, when when you bring your your pop's brew down uh, to bring this crate down too? 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I've got some new friends um, that just helped us save an elevator. Uh, so I think they can also help carry things. Yeah. Right. Please, I'm sorry. I just volunteered you for that. And they're just going to like look up at you. <laughs> Depends how uh, hefty this is to carry. I'm happy to cheer from the sidelines though. You know, a company is still helpful. So. Seems to be a lot of uh, accidents happening today. Market days are really stressful. There's a lot going yeah, it on. Is very stressful. Yeah, but who would? I mean, th- we we have like candles and candle shops and stuff like that. But I don't know anyone who would carelessly leave around such an like a slippery, dangerous puddle, uh, especially on market day when everyone's going to and from the elevator. So what you're saying is you think someone's trying to sabotage market day? Is that what I'm hearing? I wouldn't go that far. Uh, <laughs> they kind of look concerned, like they know where where your mind is going, and they're like, "I I shouldn't have said so much." <laughs> but I appreciate the help. I'll I'll be able to pack these up into the crate. But uh, if you could help carry them down, that'd be great. Absolutely, yeah. Awesome. Uh, they'll bring the crate back over, kind of drag it over to the elevator that you just left. And you all can make your way back to uh, the Black Lion. As you enter, Bron, are you just kind of bringing them in full force, haphazard? <laughs> oh, yeah. Ma, Pa, I brought some friends. Hi there. I promised them free alcohol and carrot cakes. Uh, we just met. Wow. You know what? Friendship. Bron, make me a perception check. This is why <laughs> Bron has trust issues. <laughs> Yep. Net 20? Yeah. That is the first time I've gotten a 20. Let's go, Bron. In the lunch job. (laughs) That's never going to happen again. That's the rest of my luck for the rest of this campaign. (laughs) Like... That's why you haven't had any in the campaign. You blew yeah. all your nat 20s before the campaign At the beginning. started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, before right. you left home. Fitting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, probably needed though, like in order to make sure I was able to leave for this adventure. As you enter Braun and you call out to your parents, it's really easy to miss, but you hear their voices in the back kind of cut off as they hear you. Like you coming back, they stopped talking about whatever they were talking about. You don't really catch any of the conversation because they're in the back, but you do clock that. And your your mom comes back out and she says, oh, yes. Uh, well, most of our things are going down for market, but of course, we're happy to entertain. Uh, please have a seat at the bar. And she will bring out kind of like a, a sample platter of some of the things that will be down at market. So some cupcakes, some muffins, some carrot cake, all like bite-sized kind of tea snacks. You are too kind. This is so delightful. Yeah, I feel very spoiled right now. This is very, thank you. Oh, of course. Any friend of bronze is a friend of ours. Uh, and she kind of blushes at your compliment, LOA. Trit's going to start asking a lot of technical questions. Like, how long did it take to brew this? And what tree, like, what plant did you use? Oh, those are all brewing secrets that bronze father keeps all, all up here and uh, taps her, her head. He's bald, so he's got a lot there. Oh, do you, do you have a berry contact? Do you ever use berries in your brews? Like, yeah, I'm, 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 Sounds I'm very sketchy. Sounds like wine. <laughs> Wait, no, hold on. Let me, let me, let me hear me out here. I've had very, very good tasting brew 
and I'm just looking for a really good brewer to supply. I, I, we can talk about this later. It's okay. Oh, uh, you know, Bron, haven't you been wanting to experiment lately? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Listen, I've learned so much from my sweet pop, but like he's never let me actually do any brews on my own because he says I'm not ready yet. He says, you know, you haven't learned all the secrets. You don't know all the tricks in the trade, even though I've been here for 134 years learning from him, but like I haven't learned enough yet. So he hasn't let me, but like I'm hoping to be able to start brewing sometime and I want to try things with berries and cinnamon and bark and other types of things. I feel like it'd be so nice to have like an apple cinnamon type brew or maybe like an orange marmalade type brew. So we'll talk. Well, I'm, I I don't know if you see me down down the ground, but I, I am a vendor of berries and fruits of sorts that I collect. And if you ever need to or want to experiment, uh, my name is Court and I'm going to put my hand up. Bron will like reach out and shake it. All right, core. I'm a. We're, we're gonna talk and we're gonna convince my pa to start, you know, fruit brewing, fruity, fruity brewing. I don't know the technical term. I still got stuff to learn, but we'll we'll try some stuff. Yeah. Perfect. As you all are having this conversation, uh, you the saloon doors swing open and in walk a human couple. Bron, you would recognize these as both Theodora and Moran. They are the uh, son and daughter-in-law of the uh, vice minister, the headman sort of of the town um, who own that woodworking shop. Theodore comes in and uh, says, Bron, have you, is your, is your pop around? All the hammers down in the bazaar and down in the field have gone missing and the merchants are having a hard time figuring out uh, how to set up their, their shops and their stalls. Someone actually tried to use a screwdriver to, as a hammer, and I it's just not acceptable. Curious. More bad things happening? Yeah, we got a whole conspiracy theory going. Okay, right? So earlier today, someone got stuck on the elevator. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you're the voice. Yeah, so someone got... They got stuck on the elevator. I thought it was a sentient elevator for a second. Anyways, yeah, glad you're safe, by the way. Um, and then earlier, yeah. And then also on their way back to come here, my best friend Carrot fell because of some slippy oil goo looking stuff. Not goo, but slip, slick and slimy and it didn't look good. And so we think that someone might be sabotaging the market. I, I was just going to say, I don't know about all that other stuff, but uh, using a screwdriver as a hammer is not that weird. I, I've, I've done that a few times. <laughs> There's only so many screwdrivers to go around. <laughs> and I don't know if somebody is necessarily sabotaging the market. That would be awful. But there's, a, it's just curious that so many bad things are happening. Bad luck comes in threes. Uh, do you have any, do you have any connections between these events? They seem pretty isolated. The elevator, a puddle. That's what they want you to think. The hammer thing is weird. All, all of one, one or two hammers going missing, maybe not unusual, but all of them? Suspicious. Uh, Brian is, is, I know your pops usually keeps one in the, uh, near the vats. Do you know mm-hmm. if, if, if it's there? Uh, I don't, but I can go check if you want me to, or if you want to just, just send you back there, just scream for him. You know, his hearing's going, but yeah. I'll head back and see uh, how his tools are doing. Um, and Theodora goes back. Uh, Moran takes uh, kind of posts up at the uh, bar and snakes a hand over and steals one of the the sweets that are on the bar <laughs> uh, and says, Eldeth, uh 
of course I will be down at market at your stall, but you know, I can't resist these uh, and takes a bite of like the mini carrot cake that he, he grabbed. I, I needed something sweet after visiting uh, Zotus. Bron, you would know Zotus is a parent of three young triplets, but they recently fell ill and died. Um, so Zotus has been kind of holed up in their home and won't be really participating in market day. But like all good neighbors, the town has kind of been dropping by and bringing food and making sure that they're okay. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe we'll, I'll just like look at my mom and be like, we should bring, we should bring down some treats sometime soon. Yeah. That is such a good idea. Um, and she immediately bustles off to start like making a <laughs> list of, of treats to, to bring over to them. Theodora returns uh, pretty quickly and says, uh, yeah, uh, your, your pop's hammer's gone too. And none of his tools are around. No screwdrivers, no chisels, no, 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 nothing. Even his measuring cups disappeared. Not the measuring cups. Should hold a seance and just try to like communicate and track down these missing objects. Has your town ticked off any ghosts recently? I would hope not. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd move if I, that, that were the case. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of, but if you all, I'd be willing to pay, and I'm sure the town would be willing to pay. We need this market day to go off without a hitch, and uh, we've experienced quite a few already, apparently. So uh, we'd be willing to pay you to track down these hammers, at least. If you could find find the troublemakers, the culprits. I'm sure it's just some of the young folk playing pranks or something, thinking that this is funny, but I don't have the time. I have to go back down and try to figure out a way to set up our our shop well that sounds like sounds like a job wonderful um just find us down in the field uh whenever you have an answer and they uh, uh theodora and fan will head out now i'm stressed i guess i'll help i don't really need the gold i guess uh, we're going to be working together yeah. this is uh i like this partnership Oh, team. Yeah, you said you had berries. Tell me about your berries. <laughs> uh, I'm just, you know, I just, I you know, like to sell and collect berries from around the forest. And, you know, just, you know, that's how I make my living. But what kind of berries? Like, where do you find them? What do they look like? Well, I'm not going to, you know, trade secrets. I can't tell everything. You know, <laughs> just grab stuff here and there. And... But I would like to know the, the berry, like the type of berry. Oh, you know, blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, the other berries, you know, all the kind of the kinds of berries. Okay, so just broad range. There's not one specific that's your specialty? Uh, no, I mean, one day maybe, but uh, not right now, no. Okay, interesting. So I do know that it's like off season for berries, so I'd be interested to see what you have. Well, I mean, I you can't reveal my secrets again, trade secrets. Of course, of course. Maybe I'll write a song about it one day. <laughs> All I can imagine is you writing the berries and cream jingle. <laughs> yep. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll let Eloy uh, draft that one. <laughs> <laughs> really, um, songs about berries aren't my thing, but I appreciate it. No offense, Cor. What? Wait, how, is, how am I supposed to be offended there? I'm confused. Well, just I know berries are your thing. I'm not, like, discouraging that. I just don't write songs about berries. 
Oh, no, that's that's fine. I don't expect you to. Ron, as this conversation is happening with the net 20 perception check, you uh, can hear and you see your parents kind of huddled up at the far end of the bar away from uh, you folks. But um, you can see them whispering a little bit more like they've taken advantage of this opportunity to either resume the conversation or talk quietly to each other. Ron is going to try to sh- try, try to chisel in and like listen to what they're saying. We are an yeah. open family. No secrets. <laughs> Go ahead and make another perception check. I'll say with advantage because you've taken notice of this. Okay. okay, okay. 15. Um, yeah. You kind of like maneuver yourself so that you're at the closest uh, end of the bar to them compared to the rest of the group. And uh, you hear your parents kind of whispering to each other, like, I, they're just really naive. I thought by this point, they'd have grown up a little bit. They they really haven't seen the world. You know, the, the visitors at Market Day are great. And it looks like maybe they're getting some friends other than Carrot. Carrot's wonderful. Don't get me wrong. But they really need to broaden their their horizons. Um, and they, the conversation kind of goes in that vein for uh, a few seconds uh, more. <laughs> and Bron just is just like, yeah, okay, yeah. Like, I see what they mean. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I spend literally every living second here with Carrot, like, learning the trade. <laughs> I'm a little hurt, but it's okay. It's because I love my family so much and I don't want to leave home ever. That's not good. All right, I got to... <laughs> You, and you know your parents love you. Like, this is not malicious. This oh, yeah. is like a, I'm worried for my child. How do I make them a, a good They're going to live in the basement adult. forever if we don't do something. <laughs> yeah. And I would have, and I would have. <laughs> it's fine if they don't go to college, but they need to have some sort of aspiration. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Make some friends, be around people-ish, I guess, whatever else. The last thing that you hear is, um, as part of this conversation, is uh, your your father saying, maybe it's time we give them the present we prepared. You see Broad's head whip around. <laughs> as soon as your head turns, they, like, clam up. <laughs> and I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear anything, but you could definitely tell that they're kind of, like, jittering because they cannot keep secrets. Like, they they can't. So they're jittering a little bit, and they're like, all right, let's go help well we got oh we got to go help carrot hold on we got to go help my best friend and then and investigate the curse that apparently is on your market yeah 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 the thieving or whatever's going on yeah it's okay all right so you head back down to the elevator you are able to load up all the kegs and uh baskets of baked goods from your uh parents uh shop but also the crate of sculptures from carrot and as you are kind of heading out into the field, everyone go ahead and make me perception or investigation checks. What am I better at? Nine perception. Investigation slightly better, which is weird. Not used to that with my character. 16 for LOA. That is a non-natural 20 again. That's a natural 20. Okay, everyone except for no. uh, for Bron, which is typical. Surprise! <laughs> Listen, I'm so excited about whatever present that my family's talking about that, like, I can't focus on anything else. Valid. So. Yep. 
that is accurate. All right. So as you all are heading into the field, um, you are uh, heading towards an open space where uh, your parents, Braun, will be setting up their shop. Everyone notices, except for Braun, that the animal troughs that have been set up for like food and watering all the, the creatures, the beasts of burden that have pulled the carts here, they're not filled with water. Um, and you see like none of the animals are touching whatever liquid is in it. With a natural 20 and with a non-natural 22, Trip. Trip, what languages do you speak? Do you speak any special languages as a satyr? Oh, great questions. Let me figure out where on this thing it would be. I know I can do common and draconic. Common, draconic, and sylvan. You do speak sylvan. Okay. Core, you do uh, hear this, but uh, Trip, you're able to understand the words. Uh, Core, you hear a little... And uh, with the net 20, you see a tiny little creature hiding underneath one of the troughs. Trit, you know, you hear this as well, but you can understand it. They're like, go ahead, go, do it, do it now. Are you doing anything? Trit's going to like just beeline island like keep an eye on them and figure out what it is they're actually supposed to be like doing now, but like not trying to raise the alarm that like they understood what they were saying. Yeah. So as you watch, you see they stick their arm underneath, like in between the the legs of the trough where it almost looks like it would be like a doorway or something like that. They stick their arm through, but you don't see it emerge on the other side. Instead, you see from mid thin air above the trough, their arm emerge and this empty trough begins to fill up with whatever liquid they're filling it with. Trit's just gonna go, it's them, it's them, grab them. What? Grab them, don't you see? You mean that that cute little thing over there? Yeah! It's a terror, grab it. You grab it. I'm working on it. How big are they? They're tiny. They're like foot tall max, closer to like six inches, honestly. They're messing with the trough water. Grab them. Trit, as you raise the alarm, you see the one that had been er like egging on the other one uh, turns and looks at you and goes and dives through the the doorway uh, or the, you know, the, the legs of the trough where the other one had been reaching through falls through but doesn't make a splash as they would have landed in the trough they just disappear uh and then you see the other one who has his hand kind of still reaching halfway through yanks their arm back and starts darting for the other end of the trough where the other legs are get them quick i guess we're trying to catch it by hand Everyone make me a uh, dexterity uh an, either an attack rule or a dex check 21. Ooh. 15. 17. Hopefully we're not all going to comedically bop heads. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How cute that would be. Core. Core might. <laughs> okay. Core, you're still kind of like looking around and trying to identify where the noise came from. <laughs> I will say too, my like 21 was like throwing a dagger at it. Like that was like an attack. <laughs> I'm trying to pin it against something. Yeah, as it darts, you see LOA and Braun, you're able to scramble around to the other side of the trough where it's heading, and it like puts the brakes on and skids. And Trit, you are able to throw a dagger, and it's wearing like 
not really clothes, but like kind of scraps of fabric. And it has something that kind of looks like what could be a cape. And you're able to throw your dagger and uh, pin it to the ground in the mud. LOA and Braun, as it is pinned, it starts kind of tugging. (laughs) Braun is too scared to like grab the creature. I think LOA is going to cast levitate on it so it can't like stay on the ground. It's while it's pinned though. So like little like balloon-esque type thing going on. I'm just picturing the balloon in Shrek where they like blow up the snake. <laughs> the snake and the frog. <laughs> yes. Thank you. So yeah, like looking back at Trent being like, now what? Now we got to ask it questions. Like why it was turning. Do you understand it? Yeah, you don't. No. Oh, Yeah. I heard them. They were talking about just doing it. And then they stuck their arm in and started filling these troughs with the hot water. Yeah. And now that you are at the trough, you can see it is filled to the brim with oil. <gasps> you made my sweet friend fall. That was a lot more devilish than I expected. So I say, Ooh. Okay, I'll translate. Thank you. So yeah, you have this little guy uh, kind of levitating up underneath the trough. Uh, Cape still pinned, so he's not going anywhere. And you can see he's now kind of like leaking oil. Like instead of sweating, it's like oil coming from its pores. What is this thing? (laughs) Uh, Make me a nature check or an arcana check. Oh, I don't think either of those are terribly great. As a bard. Nope. They're the same. <laughs> I'll do one too. That's an 11. 15. Trit, I'd say you recognize this given that you are kind of a fake creature yourself. This is a boggle. They're just like troublemakers. They're generally attracted by, I'll say with the 15, they're kind of created and not necessarily on purpose. So something has attracted it or created it here. And typically... It's like a one-to-one ratio. So like one person can't create a horde of them. So. Okay. Well, yeah. Trent's definitely going to like grab them and start asking questions. Like, look, buddy, 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 buddy. It's okay. We just, you know, there's been some things happening and you seem to be at the bottom of it. (laughs) Have you unpinned its cloak yet? Yeah. I'm going to say that I'm like holding it. Okay. Yeah. So you pick it up um, and it kind of grabs its cloak and kind of huddles up in in it uh, and kind of glares at you with crossed arms and goes. um, And you get the uh, you can understand it. So it's just kind of going off at you. How dare you pin my cloak? This is the only cloak I have. I mean, I wasn't doing anything wrong. I was just having a little bit of fun. Look, 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 I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Would you, you want me to make you a new cloak? I can just like make one out of my skirt and uh, <clears throat> core, you got some berries on you. Would you like a berry? You have berries? Oh, I mean, I got a few, yeah. Oh, you, you can talk to them. Yeah, you can't. What is wrong with you people? Get outside more often. No. <laughs> it just sounds really cute. That's all I can tell. I don't, I don't know what they're saying. Uh, It, it like sticks a hand out. Just like his one arm still kind of crossed, but like has like a, a give me baby hand. Court, be a good, be a good, you know, the prison or the caretaker. Just give him a berry. As instinct, I go for a handshake instead of to give the berry up. 
<laughs> you grab its hand. It is slick uh, with oil. Oh. You just like get your hand covered <laughs> with with oil. Oh no. Okay, and I get I give them a berry. And it gobbles it up and seems very happy right now. Okay, buddy. See, look, we mean you no harm. We just want to know what's going on. You know, I see you're making some uh, some fun decisions, and you know, I like fun too. Make a persuasion check. Sixteen. You see, the berry is like it's a decent. It's like a cupcake size in terms of ratio to this yeah. thing. So it's made a mess. It's covered in in berry juice, and your hand is now sticky as well since it was eating it in your hand. But he looks very content, and he says. Well, we were just having some fun and, you know, the, we're, we're just here to, to make people laugh and maybe smile and not cry in their rooms all day. That is not that bad. Oh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Chad will be like reiterating like some of this, but not too much to try to like make them uncomfortable because now they're like on Trit's good side and be like. I completely agree. I hate it when people cry, you know, tears coming out of eyeballs. Like it's just not natural. Um, Ew feelings. Yeah. Just gross feelings. <laughs> um, do you know what happened then to all the hammers? Like, was that you? Cause that was a funny prank. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was good. Right. Yeah. I don't know where you would have hid them with all these like trees around. I can't tell you that. I promised. Oh, I see. You don't know. Did uh, one of your friends hide them instead? I, I just, I promise not to tell because, you know, we're doing all these pranks together and it's not cool to betray, you know, the rest of, of them. Betray them? I just don't think they told you. Make another into persuasion or, or intimidation or whatever, like whatever charisma check you, you want. For this i'm great on all this jazz i'll go with good no it wasn't great though uh that's just the seven Mm-mm. no can't i can't do it can't betray him okay well put me down still floating him put, put you down yeah but what's your next prank gonna be maybe i can help well if you promise to help I think the next thing we were going to do is go kind of in the center where the, the entrance is uh, and the kind of points over to like where most people are coming from the treetops and make a big slide, like big oil slide. A slide. I love slides. Yeah. He starts uh, describing it and it's essentially like an oil slip and slide is what they're describing on the, on the, on the dirt path. So it's going to be a big mud slick. But how are you going to make that much slime? I mean, how many friends do you have? Zip it, lock it, throws away the key. (laughs) Mm, Sure. I guess. I mean, I just, I want to help, but I can't help if I don't know more, know more about you guys. Well, if you can get more oil and more, that would, that would, I mean, he kind of like wiggles and you're, gri- you're like gripping him, but he is just exuding oil. So he's pretty slippery. <laughs> um, and he just kind of like wiggles a little bit and says, we, we got this, but more is always helpful. I'm sure you do. I mean, it seems like that there's a lot of y'all. Um, I mean, I don't want to keep you very long. Because clearly you have like busy things to do. Did you want me to re- to replace your cape? Do you want some more berries? Do you want to tell your friends about our berries? 
If you can make me a new cape, I will stick around for a little while longer. I think I can do that. And uh, Trip's just gonna like, cause they have this like grass skirt that's very just like free flowing. And it'll just like rip off like a piece of their, um, it's almost like palm tree, kind of like palm frond type thing. And it's just gonna like tie it around, like <laughs> really not anything fancy at all. To just like tie it up real quick. That's a very dashing cape. Make a persuasion check, Eloy. Sure. <laughs> Eloy means it. <laughs> they're kind of, they're inspecting it. They're like, it's a new object. It's a 14. Okay. They're kind of like feeling it out, twisting and turning and like seeing, uh, they actually seem to like really like the texture of it. And like, they keep stroking it. Like this is different than the cloth. I like it. The oil slips right off of it. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a lot more sturdy than uh, the one that the dagger went through. But anyway, um, yeah, if you want to hang out with us for a little while, I mean, we have you know clothing, we have you know berries, a, a plenty. I would never ask you to you know betray anybody or anything, but if we have more in- information, we can definitely help. I love these pranks that you have planned. It kind of like uses its hands to kind of pop itself out of your grasp and just kind of crawls up your arm and sits on your shoulder. Uh, do, do you, what do you, what would you like me to call you? Uh, it says something unintelligible, like it's uh, a Sylvan name. So it's unpronounceable by the human tongue. <laughs> Got it. Donkey it is. <laughs> the friend's name was Shrek. Um <laughs> And then I'll, you know, talk to the rest of the group to be like, this is Donkey. Um, They and their friends have been, you know, playing some funny pranks to make everybody laugh in the area. Um, They're the ones that, you know, introduced some of this oil. So funny, right? And they say that the next thing might be a giant slip and slide at the entrance. I think we should go check that out. Hmm. Yeah, that does sound like fun. But hey, uh, we don't have that many berries. They're not berries are plenty. Berries are, you know, <laughs> some. Berries a couple. Enough to sell. Enough to keep our friend happy. Right, Tor? I, I mean, this is going to cost me. <laughs> okay, sure. I assume we brought some of the snacks from the Black Lion with us. Sure, we'll just give Core like a whole like gold coin. Like... Wait, one whole one whole gold coin? I'll hold you to it. It's I I'm giving it to you. That's for All the right, berry. Good. Keep them coming. All right. Okay. Uh, still, still, some berries, not not plentiful, endless, or whatever you said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So you all are headed over towards the entrance to investigate the next prank. Um, what are, is everyone's uh, passive perceptions? Mm-hmm. Uh, 12 for LOA. It's 11 for Ron. 14. 10. All right. So you all head over uh, towards the entrance, and it doesn't look like it hasn't rained here in a while, Bron. So, like, there's no mud or puddles or anything like that. But it, it has, when it does rain, you know that this path gets very, call it sloppy. <laughs> There are, and it it's really easy to get like a wagon or a cart stuck in it. So it's pretty dry right now, pretty flat. There's like some like grooves from like pe- where carts have gotten stuck in the past, but 
no oil, no slip and slide has been created yet. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> we got here in time. I'm so stressed. Did we, though? I mean, a, a huge slip and slide would be pretty cool. But it would ruin the market day, which we were specifically told not to let happen. Right. How I make a living. True. Dang it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. It's a tough life. <laughs> How most people make a living. This this holds most of us over for, for a week or so. <laughs> we need We need this market. So decisions. Bron, is there someone in town who's just really sad all the time that would <laughs> attract all of this? Well, um, define sad. Um, just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's not Bron. No, it never leaves their mom's basement. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this is all because of Bron. Um, no, um, I promise they're happy. <laughs> um, I don't know everyone, everyone that I know here, at least that I've known, which granted, I guess, isn't a lot of people. Because I don't exactly get around a lot. Like, all of them seem really nice and that they wouldn't do this. So I don't know if it's, like, just someone I don't know. Or maybe a visitor who's coming to town who knows that these are big days for us. Or maybe they're just bored. I don't know. Maybe it's a kid that's bored. But aren't, hold on. Are, do tell us that these things are created. They are created. Yeah, can Trent ask Donkey, like, hey, when did you, you know, like, start to exist? <laughs> When's your birthday? We are here like, um, I don't know, a week or two ago. Time's, time's weird. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Time, Time is, is weird. so weird. So yeah, Trit will reiterate that. Like, anybody come to town like a week or two ago or anything happened? Yeah, I mean, I guess would I have seen anyone come into town that like I wouldn't know, you know, because we're a pretty small town. No, no strangers. But um, you do recall that those triplets died recently <gasps> a trip it's time yeah i'm just you know bron's not gonna connect that he ain't smart um just be like yeah i don't really think that uh i mean they're not the best they're not the brightest tool in the shed um just be like yeah i mean i don't really know i just i i, I haven't seen anyone like i know a lot's gone to it. it has been a really sad time you know triplets and all that we like are gonna bring all the treats to like whispering the treats that we're gonna go bring to the triplet that we mentioned earlier oh, we're just we just don't talk about that okay but like what? nothing's coming say? here that's weird. What? You don't talk about it. Yeah, because that's you can't bring up dead children. That's you don't do that. But clearly it happened. Well, yeah. I mean, we're not the first ones to talk about it. We wait for them to say something just in case. We don't want to like, you know. My friends, I don't think that's emotionally healthy. I'm not emotionally healthy. <laughs> that explains <laughs> so much. Yeah. Yeah, I keep all my emotions in my beard. Yeah, Trid's gonna talk to Donkey again and just be like, <laughs> "Hey, um, are you are you here? Cause uh, do you know anything about these children that might have passed away? Is that why you're trying to help everybody stay happy?" As you turn to look at Donkey, they are no longer on your shoulder. Yeah, that checks out. Okay, okay. So I asked for your passives. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, okay, they're gone now. Um, but at least we know what happened. Like, who, what's responsible? Well, you think the dead children are responsible for the whole time? <laughs> what? No. Donkey is. 
donkey and donkey's friends but i mean clearly there are multiple you know people involved because I, it can't just be the one you know person that brought all of them into being do you, you know who this person is right maybe we can go talk to them yeah yeah i mean we can go grab the treats first just to you know give them Good something because i don't yeah. want to just show up and be like hey where's your dead children you know <laughs> well dead right yeah yeah we should we'll bring that. them treats yeah yeah that that's a good idea you can also eat some treats too right yes just on the way there not the ones that we're giving to them no 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 okay. yeah also but um, we'll get extras core they're kind of uh slippery creatures i would keep a hand on your berries just so they don't steal them all well um yeah i don't thank you yeah thank you yeah. running, I, running I, low we'll yeah Say yeah. I'm running low now. Just uh, keep a hand on. <laughs> There's a good handful missing from your basket, Core. That's that, oof, that's gonna cost me. That's a couple more hours in the forest. I didn't want enough to spend this week. All right, you all head back to the Black Lion Brewery. You're able to collect those treats, and Bron, you know where Zotus lives, um, so it is easy enough to go over to their house. Pretty normal, you know, house structure for Kenyette up in the tree. And you knock on the door, and there is no answer. This is another dead Harold situation, but we don't know Harold yet. Oh, no. Um, just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> I'm seeing double. So the real reason why Braun left their hometown is they're framed for murder. <laughs> Plot twist. We knew this was going to happen. <laughs> Everywhere they, they go. They isolated and didn't have any friends. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Serial killer in the making. <laughs> That'd be horrible. No, we love Braun. Braun's too sweet to do that. Thank you. Thank you. That's what they want you to think. By the way, if no one's answering, are there just like open windows? Yeah. So there's not a lot of glass here. Um, so there's no like glass window panes. It's mostly like wooden shutters. And there's a couple open windows in the front. Cool. Trip's gonna let themselves in. Oh my god. Braun's gonna look at horror. Uh LOA <laughs> is going to keep watch. <laughs> Make sure nobody notices this. <laughs> this, is the, this is the first time you committed a crime there, Braun. I am not committing anything. That's okay. You can stay out here. You can stay out here with me. Let's just make sure nobody notices. Yeah, you play watch out. Yeah, you don't commit anything unless you're caught. Just keep an eye out. That is not how that works. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Oh my God. Pat's brought That is some head. interesting logic. <laughs> I can't remember at this point what happened, like what Bron did when you all were going into Harold's shop at this point. Very this similar. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, what is a, a parallel, parallel day? <laughs> all right, Trit, you let yourself inside. Are you being stealthy about it or are you just kind of clambering in? Yeah, I'm not being stealthy, but I'm also kind of being like, like, hello, anybody here? Like, obviously not trying to be stealthy. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, letting yourself in out of concern, potentially. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and make a perception check. Hold on. Dice fell on the floor. I'll be oh, back. no. Oh, that was an 18, though. Okay. Where's my perception? I'll take the 18. It's my favorite about a floor die. Uh, plus four. <laughs> That's a 22. Awesome. Yeah. So this front room is empty, but there's uh, a stairway that goes up. And then there's also like a small room in the back that looks like it's probably like a kitchen or something. And you hear kind of like these soft sobs coming from the back room. 
just like banging us on them, like hey anybody in here we were uh you know made aware that someone might need some checking in on you the sobs kind of cut off and and you hear a chair scrape um and uh out of the back room is a relatively tall figure kind of like average to tall height uh half elf kind of clutching a blanket or shawl sort sort of thing and also like a much smaller blanket uh in their hand and just kind of like wipes their face and says um yeah how how can i help you who who are you it's unimportant um do you know about these thing these creatures called boggles because they're kind of what brought me here and i'm so sorry to impede and like just let myself in but we were very concerned and I'll, i will say all of you outside the windows are open you can hear all this happening zotus just kind of like looks at you and just says, what Bo- boggles I, I don't know what you're talking about yeah there's some you know creatures that are very very concerned about you and your uh well-being and so they're you know creating some mischief about the town to try to cheer you up i mean a few of the townsfolk have stopped by and uh they, they kind of gesture behind them and brought food but uh not 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 that i know i don't know what you're talking about um and as they're talking i will say all of you hear a little uh coming from above Trit, you'll you'll also notice zoda seems to hear it and starts sobbing at the noise yeah they're these creatures like about yay big and i'm pretty sure there's one in your like ceiling i just keep hearing them cry yeah th- those are those are the thingies they're trying to cheer you up I, I i'm sorry that you you can't speak their language would you like to talk to one of them i can translate it's you mean it's not my kids no no um uh, no not not your children these are these are actual beings that i think are are here to try to cheer you up uh no they're they're not your your children i would be uh concerned if your children looked like they did okay while this conversation is happening what's going on outside so we can hear you can hear all the whole conversation yeah i don't know if this is worth doing like something like this because i don't play magic users very often is this like worth burning detect magic on to like sit there for the 10 minutes and try and figure out what's happening that's a silly question to ask (laughs) I mean, I'll say that you'd have enough time to do it while this conversation is happening if you want to try it. Sure. Then yes, I'd say we're casting Detect Magic. Cool. There's some magic. In, it's like a 30-foot radius, right? Yes, like a 30-foot sphere. Okay, cool. There's some magic in this house. It's not like... Actually... I'll say you can you can actually pinpoint it because you're like right outside the house and th- these houses are not like mansions. They're enough space for people to live in and so that the tree can support it. So in this on the second floor, there's like three kind of like centers of magic. 
but they're not they're but they're stationary it seems like okay. that whatever happened happened there um Bron. hi yes there's is there i don't know how common magic is in households here but there's some points of interest upstairs three of them is it the dead triplets coming back to life oh wow okay that's dark um I don't know, but um, do, you, do you do you think the owner would care if we check upstairs? Um, you know, on that I'll call in Zotus. Is there name right? I'll call and be like, "Hey, Zotus, um, it's Bron with some friends. Uh, we got some treats for you. Thank you. We got some treats for you. I know that you want this to go away because you seem very sad, and I'm so sorry to barge in like this, but." Can we go upstairs? I know that's a really weird request. Can we look upstairs? Yeah, they they let you in. They go around and uh, and open the door um, and say, oh, uh, and they'll take the basket from you and say, (laughs) your mother is so good. Um, Yeah, I know. You want to look upstairs. I, I, I just keep hearing their little cries and I can't stand it. Well, then... Let us go upstairs and see if we can help. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're really good at fixing things, both of, all three of them. Okay. Yeah, Trit is going to ask real quick, like, so if, are you magically inclined or was your children maybe magically inclined or maybe your bat, uh, baby daddy, like any magic going on in the house? No, not not that I know of. Okay, and where and where is the baby daddy? Uh, I adopt. You can't just ask someone that. <laughs> yes, you can if you need to figure out why these little beings are crying in someone's ceiling. <laughs> you all hear it coming from upstairs. That sounds like donkey upstairs. Okay, we'll go. We'll go check on this. Like nothing to worry about. It's it's not your crying children though. Oh, that sounds terrifying. I don't, I'm going to say, I'm gonna, I don't really want to go up there. Yeah, hold on to your berries. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. All this berry talk, I cannot handle it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you head on up the stairs. Um, and the roof is low. Um, so for anyone who's taller, you might have to stoop a little bit. Um, but as you go up, you see that there is a nursery upstairs and there are three side-by-side cribs that, uh, LOA, I'd say with your detect magic, um, you'd be able to recognize like these were the, the pinpoints of the, the magic that you sensed. Everyone make me perception checks. Huh, that's a six. I'm too focused on the spell. Ten. I'm 21. Trit is just late. Damn, Trit. Jeez, you want to get down to this. Yeah. Trit is a concerned citizen that has alcohol uh, rewards in the brain. It's true. Good motivation, I think. Yeah, they do uh, not define themselves as an alcoholic, though, because A is for quitters. So we're just going to roll with that. (laughs) Unhealthy. Okay. Uh, I got a big old seven. All right. Um, so core, uh, actually, LOA, you're focused on your spell as you're walking up the steps and you kind of like are distracted by seeing those pinpoints um, of where your magic sensed 
those sources, you kind of move into the room and almost immediately stub your toe on something. And as you look down, there's a hammer just laying in the middle of the floor. Ow! Uh, <laughs> oh. Hmm. Uh, Trit, you can tell, especially because you can understand the the gurgling and, and sounds that are, are being made by these boggles, there are three distinct voices. Um, and you recognize the one that you talk to, Donkey, <laughs> um, and saying, they're going to help us. They're going to help us with the mud slick. It's going to be so much fun. We didn't actually promise, right? Because Faye shit. <laughs> uh, Trit might have, but they never would have, you know, <laughs> done it on your behalf. They would have just said, yeah, I'll help. Because Trit would help. <laughs> what are y'all doing? Are they like behind a door or they're just in the like a corner? So the room is dark. The window curtain has been closed. So it's very shadowy in here. You Even with the 21, you're really not sure where the voices are coming from. It's kind of echoey in here. Otherwise, too busy cussing and primordial. <laughs> yeah, Trit's not one to be subtle. And it's just going to go, <clears throat> hey, hey, donkey, are are these your your siblings? Um, you know, we came to check on you. The voices go quiet. <sighs> Y'all are six- We're trying to help. You're, you're not very good at being quiet. It's not your strong suit. I have berries. You feel a tug on your your fur. <laughs> Oh, hello, little one. What do you want? Why'd you follow me? I, so to be completely fair, we did not follow you. Uh, You are too good to be followed. Let me tell you, I didn't even realize you were off my shoulder. A plus on that one. Puffs his chest out. Of course I am. Yeah. Fabulous performance. Um, I have a gig for you in the future if you're interested. No, we, you know, you said something about people being sad and, you know, we, I really took that to heart. And so we wanted to check on some of the sad people around town and, um, looks like we found you. Yeah. The, the person down below, they're always crying and, you know, we brought them gifts and they point to, to some of the hammers and we made some, uh, some people fall and we thought that was pretty funny. And, um, you know, earlier there was someone stuck in the elevator. (laughs) We were just cracking up. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's hilarious. Um, yeah. Have you tried talking to the person downstairs yet? Because I think you might be scaring them a little bit. (gasps) <gasps> no no you haven't talked to them would you like to meet them normally people don't like us why you're fabulous well we we tend to to make them laugh and then we go away because they laugh and then they want to you know we watched some like kids they've gotten in trouble for the pranks that we pull yeah, that makes sense. I mean, adults have a lot of responsibilities and that makes it difficult to play pranks, but you know, they're they're really really sad and I don't know if you've helped them or not, but if we ask, we can know the best way to help them. Make a persuasion check. Sure. That is a 21 again. Donkey looks up at you and just says, "Wait here." And they dart what looks like they're going to head like down the stairs, but they disappear at the doorway and 
you don't know where they go, but you start to hear the the jibber jabber uh, again. Um, and Trit, you can hear Donkey talking what seems like to their other two companions um, and saying, we're scaring them. It's not working. They're not having fun like we are. I know, but I, what if I go talk? Okay, okay, okay. Um, and back through the doorway, <laughs> Donkey comes, says, the other two are shy. They don't want to talk. I'll talk. I get it. You know, sometimes I'm I'm shy too, but I think it'd be really good if you if you met them. And you promise we won't get in trouble. No, because if you get in trouble, I get in trouble. Mutually assured destruction, we're Gucci. Okay. <laughs> and I have berries in your future. Hmm. Okay. 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 And you don't have to steal them. That was good though. That that was they didn't even notice. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, uh, so Donkey will climb back up on your shoulder <laughs> and say, uh, okay, who do I talk to? Do I talk to the person downstairs? You'll be there? Yep, we're we're just going to go say hi. They think that you are their uh, long-lost child crying, and so that doesn't necessarily make them happy. So we need to show that you are not their <clears throat> dead child, um, for lack of better terminology. Donkey just nods very solemn. Yeah. You're handling this a lot better than I am. I'm going back down the stairs. <laughs> All right. Uh, you head back down the stairs. Zoda stands and says, did you, they're not up there, right? Well, this is donkey. <laughs> Zoda just like raises their eyebrows. Like, what is that? <laughs> and why is it in my house? Uh, they they want to know why you've come here. I'm just going to assume that you translate this. Yeah. <laughs> Donkey looks at Zotus and says, you were really sad and um, you were sad for three reasons. So three of us came and we were making you happy again. We have a bunch of hammers. We were going to give you a present. We were looking for ribbons for them, but we didn't find them yet. I <clears throat> I have some ribbons. Um, Yeah. And then Trittle. Zotus just like, breaks down sobbing and says they were gonna give me presents oh boy yeah a whole lot of them they were kind of screwing up the whole town it's marvelous work that they did honestly Zotus comes over and kind of like offers their hand for donkey to climb over and donkey does and Zotus gives them a little hug (laughs) and says ron did you know about this well i wouldn't say in the best sense I, I can't understand them. It's because of our friend here that I'm getting the gist of it. I'm getting the vibes of it, you know? Yeah. Um, Bron, make me a religion check. Ooh, okay. Oh, God, I've got a negative one in that. Twelve. Actually, and make it with, is your uh, intelligence negative or is your wisdom negative? My intelligence is negative. Add your add your wisdom modifier instead. Okay, that's a 14 then. Okay. <laughs> Still just a plus one. <laughs> As Zotus is kind of like getting to know Donkey and kind of cuddling with him, and you're relaying kind of what happened and, and whatnot, no one else seems to notice, but there's like this faint, like kind of greenish glow coming from the kitchen. You're not really sure what, what could cause that at this point, but you do kind of feel it out of the corner of your eye you kind of like sense it 
I'm just going to be like, uh, I'll be right back and I'm going to go into the kitchen because now I'm like, my brain's curious. Yeah. So laid out on like kind of the kitchen table is a bunch of like casseroles and lasagnas and things that people bring over for uh, morning folk. But you also see like the source of this glow. There's like a bird perched in the windowsill carrying a uh, pink and green flower that kind of puts it down. It puts the the flower down on the windowsill and then flies away. Oh, this is Shigami. (laughs) I'm going to grab the the, the, the flower. You feel like this very this sense of like peace and friendliness kind of wash over you. And there there are temples in in Kenya. You know, whether or not you've been religious your whole life or or not is up to you, but you would have heard of, about um Shigami here. Mm-hmm. And your town has always kind of embodied the values that she has of like hospitality with the market and bringing new people in and making sure that your neighbors are okay. Um, and you're just like kind of brought this sense of peace um, from that. Yeah, I'll walk back over uh, then and I'll just kind of like hand the symbol out to to them as well. That way they can have that feeling. Be like, just hold this for a second. I think someone was looking down on you or up, I guess, depending on, or maybe to the side, whatever you believe in. We are the worst Greece counselors. <laughs> so just like a little confused, like takes the flower and like recognizes the colors. And it's like, oh, this is, thank you, Bron. Little birdie told me about it. <laughs> While Bron was in the kitchen, the rest of you would have heard this conversation between Zotus and Donkey. And basically they've come to an understanding. The other two would like to stay with Zotus. But uh, Donkey wants to go with Trey. Oh, no. <laughs> New chaos friend. <laughs> Trey is so excited and is going to teach Donkey how to play musical instruments. Oh. And uh, sooner or later, Trey's going to somehow find a little baby dragon. And then Donkey's going to ride that dragon around. And then they're going to have little babies. Epic. <laughs> yeah, they are. That's the reason why dragons are my favorite enemy. Just saying that would happen before this started. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anything else, Bron, that you want to do um, before either before or after leaving Zotus's house and this new situation with the boggles kind of resolved market day, mostly saved. Um, yeah, we'll go bring like the hammers back and things like that. And the screwdrivers (laughs) and the tools back. (laughs) yeah yeah get our yeah. get our money's worth yeah <laughs> as the the kind of uh peace is restored to the village with the the troublemakers identified and um the situation kind of resolved all the tools are returned all the oil is kind of cleaned up with an agreement that um the the poggles were no, will no longer cause that same kind of mischief in town with the expectation that they act like children and will probably get in trouble like children. <laughs> Ron, you head home and kind of share this with your parents and they look at each other and like, we're so proud of you, Bron. We hope that, you know, market day is around the corner. We were going to give this to you soon anyway. I think maybe it's time. And your father kind of nods and goes into the back room um, and pulls out a, a chest, um, very simple kind of wooden wooden uh uh lock box that's pretty 
decent size like takes takes a hefty uh uh weight to carry and lays it out on the bar and says we have a present for you okay bron's gonna like very excitedly go over to it and open it up and inside is a beautiful not new but beautiful set of uh plate mail you know i did almost i did almost you know get hit by an elevator earlier today so my you know carrot slip is gonna be really helpful when i'm running around town doing things we think that you should get good use out of it but we also don't want you to feel like you have to stay here if there are places and things that you want to see and do well i mean i know i'm eventually gonna take over the brewery right like we need someone well like y'all i mean you're not getting any young or no offense right like that sounds horrible i know you're gonna live for a very long time right like we live for a very long time but like i eventually know that i gotta take it over and so i want to make sure i learn as much as possible but like and I really, you see them, like, they're they're starting to cry, like, sob violently, um, because that's just who they are. And it's just, they're like, and I really loved, enjoy, like, getting to know all the different brewery trips, and I really enjoyed being here and learning all of this from you. But there's someone who was teaching me about berries, and someone who was showing me about magic, and someone who was showing me how to speak to other people. And I think it'd be really nice to go on an adventure, like, not, not super that I could go learn about all the different things over there that I can come back and do better brews. Yeah. And they're just crying. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I loved all that. I needed a moment to absorb it and I love it. Um, <laughs> your, your, um, uh, your dad also starts crying and your mom kind of like gives you both a big hug and uh, uh, they say, you know, we lived here a long time, but we didn't always live here. Um, you know, it's good to go out and explore. You, you, I thought you always liked No, we've lived here since we were we met here. But, uh, you know, we not from here. That's fair. I thought we were always tree people, but I guess not. Well, we, we really like it here. We like the people uh, and, you know. We, we wanted to belong to a place, but that's not to say that, you know, you can't belong here and somewhere else or figure out what else is out there. And who knows, maybe you'll come back and you'll have a brand new recipe to share with, with, uh, with us that we can start selling here at the, the Black Lion. You know what? Because I haven't tried to make my own brews yet. So like, I'll come back a better brewer than you. There with you friends. go. Well, you know, they're always welcome. Any friend of yours is a friend of ours. Um, and with this lovely scene with your parents, we're going to end the one shot there. Hi there, it's your dingus boy, Braun here. Shigabee told me to get on here and say something. So hi, hello, hope you're having a good week. And I hope that you also enjoyed me finally meeting some friends and also eating carrot cake and also seeing how wonderful my family is. Oh, you can also find us on some bird called Twitter at Dice Collectors, and we have some sort of patron that fuels us, Patreon, at also Dice Collectors. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Bye!